I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. My Undertaker. Okay. <laughs> I've got. Yeah. My, I can't do him. My Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, look, no, I'm using a bottle of water like yeah, it's an urn. I sound yeah. like one of the pigs out of the raccoons. Yeah. Cheryl Sneer. <laughs> I remember those. That's good. I, I wish I could remember the theme tune for that. Uh, Run with quiet. us. Mm. You got everything in your you need. Actually, that, that was the uh, passion outro. in your eyes. Galaxy high. Galaxy Shut up, Jim! <laughs> You're ruining it for everybody. The intro was all is quiet in the evergreen forest. That is until Bert Raccoon wakes up and it's like, fuck it! And he comes on the stairs and he's got a gun. <laughs> and Operation, Operation U Tree knocking at the door. <laughs> I'm still working on the Nick Hewer impression. Mm. Oh, yeah. And that's where we'll begin the show. Crafts. (laughs) That's Defenders of the Earth. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. Defenders. To be fair, Master of Magic, spells and illusion. Enemies crumble with fear and confusion. Mandrake. (laughs) (laughs) Would uh, Nick Hewer could play Mandrake? Who? Nick Hewer. Who's Nick Hewer? Tenuous, Marcus. Stop engineering it so you can do the impression. Who's the apprentice? (laughs) I've never watched this. Sit to the left hand. He doesn't talk like that. that. You sound like fucking David Attenborough. What's wrong with that then? Is he the fellow giving the um, countdown gig? Yeah, he is. Right, okay. Did you go for that? (laughs) It sounds exactly like him. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows who Nick Hewer is? Say you do then. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the music you can't? Let's get personal, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus, and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. My undertaker. Stumped <laughs> Paul Bearer. <laughs> All right. And the man who snorted during my opening link is Pete Donaldson. Did I snort? You did something well, that I was upsetting. To, well, I don't think I did. I think I just something my chair. happened between you two. Well, well, no. Very tetchy with each other today. Yeah. I think Pete was being encouraging, Marcus. Was he? Yeah. That was an encouraging noise. <laughs> 
Do you I want know. another encouraging sign from yeah. my hands? Oh, that's oh, a swear. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway, the Borussia Dortmund fans' Christmas party. Some of Which the... every team has, isn't it? A fans' Christmas party. Not yeah. a Borussia Dortmund fan. <laughs> very strange. Just, as far as I know, it's just Borussia Dortmund and Lee Sharp. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, some of the players, the, te- the, the team's players, went behind the bar and pulled pints for the Dortmund faithful. A way of saying thanks for their wonderful support, especially in a time of trial. Was this, was this not um, partly to do with the fact that they've been so rubbish that they wanted to give something back to the fans? Just what I said, bruv. Okay, right. Yeah. Just confirming that. Um, well, Just who? hammered before a game to make it better. <laughs> I don't think it was before the game. Well, we don't know that it isn't. Mm. Mm. I think we do, if you read the article. <laughs> well, I haven't. Well, so if, we'll answer. Get on with it. Jesus Christ. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. Um, this touchscreen is malfunctioning left, right and centre. I'd like to ask a question. Who from the world of football do you think would make a good barman or maybe landlord, a, a pubby person, Jim? I'm going to go for just in fashion. No. Um, I, I, I think <laughs> Listeners of last week will yeah. uh, get that. Yeah. I, I think the, the player I'm going to talk about, I, I would nominate them as, as, a, as a landlord. And it's someone, actually, I think we've probably neglected a lot on this show, given the um, quite ridiculous things that happened during this man's career. He's a man mm. who I know would be excellent um, as a pub landlord, because at one point he actually was a pub landlord, and that is, of course, Julian Dix. Oh, oh no, yeah. I'm going to go for him. Yeah. Were you? Oh, yeah. Sorry, mate. That's a great oh, well, answer. No yeah, I mean, he ran a pub for a bit, didn't he? And also, yeah. he, was, um, he tried to be a professional golfer, but realised he couldn't, because uh, he didn't think he had the... the ability to actually win tournaments and he would get so frustrated he would often smash up his clubs. <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't think I could smash a golf club. That's that would take me a long time. <laughs> you'd have to smash something else with a golf club. Are you, yeah, sure, that... you've, are you sure you got that right? Because that really doesn't sound like Julian Dix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain. I, mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't think... I mean, he attempted right. football and didn't win a lot as a footballer. Yeah. So. Oh, he was a good player. Dude. He was. He, d- he didn't win anything as a footballer though. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just said he won't attempt anything unless he won he's the, the hearts and minds of a lot of West Ham United. He, he won the kneecaps did. of a lot of people as well. He did. <laughs> Do you remember they? I think they they broke Where's their transfer record, didn't they? And brought was it Simon Webster perhaps into the club, and um, Julian Dix broke his leg in the first training session. Top was man. never the same since. <laughs> Julian Dix collects um, kneecaps and puts <laughs> them in the shrine like the alien did in, in, uh, in yeah. Predator. Yeah, it was always good. Wears to see ears around his. Is, uh, is oh, like a, a universal soldier. Yeah, nothing's got around that neck. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was always good to see a Julian Dix penalty, though. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. absolutely superb penalty. He would larrup them. Yeah. Yeah. he scored a lot of goals for West Ham as well. And but mm. you know, he actually was a pub landlord, and he'd be a good pub landlord because you know there wouldn't be trouble. And he was a the, bit... the, he'd be the hardest man there all the time. He even looked like a pub landlord while he played. Yeah, and the pub landlord Al Murray, obviously. Pro- very much modelled his character on Julian. <laughs> I heard, I heard that he never. That if, if someone went into the pub and um, talked to him about football, he wouldn't want. He wouldn't have any of it, and he'd kick really? him out. He'd go, "I'm not talking about football." Talking well, about, literally, you kick t- them out of the talk pub. About, if you want to talk about the pub, fine. If you want to talk about football, get out. Yeah. What do you think of the golf clubs? Yeah, what do you think of the football on in it's the a, pub? It's a depressingly <laughs> prescriptive pub. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, you can only talk about pub when you're in the pub. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Are we talk about darts, no? I've got a fairly good authority <laughs> that David Howells, ex-Spurs, mm. is somewhat of a, a, a barfly uh, pub pub bore now. Really, right, gives okay. like his really loud football opinions from the footballs on the telly in his local pub. Does he? And if people, um, he's on the right. Yeah, if people ask him what what he's doing, he just says, "Oh, well, two hundred eighty-four appearances for Spurs or whatever." And uh, people then shut up. Mm. Yeah. Should take him to Julian Dix's pub. Yeah. Sit back and just wait for the fireworks. Watch the fireworks, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think he's. I think he manages West Ham Ladies now, so I don't know if he still runs his pub. He probably smashed it up. I don't think I've got what it takes to win this pub. <laughs> I'm going to punch this building down to the ground. Yeah. I wonder how long it would take Julian Dix to punch a building to it, the ground. Would, I'd love to see. I know that. what you're going to say. It'd be like one of those bonus rounds of street fighting. You know what? Julian Dix would be an excellent new addition to the street fighting. With that lineup. left foot, though, I think it would take. Yeah. Seconds. He'd be yeah. left with Julian Bricks. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Julian Dix would kick your fucking heart out. Uh, Luke, who are you going for? Um, I've gone for a slightly different flavour. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought I would pump for David <laughs> Luiz. Yeah. David Luiz. I thought you'd say that. Uh, because Very different kind of bar. <laughs> because he looks a bit like Angie Watts from EastEnders. <laughs> One for the teenagers listeners about him. Look it up on the internet. Google that. Angie Watts, EastEnders. Wow, Google are going to be like, their yeah. analytics are going to be going mental. <laughs> they get enough. Why is this weird Angie Watts yeah. spike? <laughs> they get enough business. Yeah. What's happening? Should we buy up AngieWatts.com? Other search engines are available. Besides, David Lewis is around. He can he can knock about all different parts of the pub at 100 mile an hour doing lots of different types of jobs mm, that he's yeah. not really supposed yeah. to be doing. Uh-huh. Ideal for a pub landlord. That's true. Yeah, 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 he's got to be able to put out the fires he himself created. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. yeah, and also, uh, you know, I'm imagining sort of a cocktail bar, really, just based on literally everything about him. It would yeah. be certainly like a sort of samba bar with like yeah. a lot of people dancing on the bar and on the tables and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. No, I think it, I think it's a, the more I think about it, the more it actually sounds like quite a good pub. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Pete, Mike Ashley, <laughs> pints like served from drip trays, and and it still be full. Yeah. Every week. <laughs> Just if you like it, you can fucking lump it, mate. Yeah. yeah. What would it be called? Sports Direct? Sports Direct pub, pub yeah. yeah. Sports yeah. Direct Arms. Wouldn't Shearer's called... Sports <laughs> yeah, Direct. Wouldn't be called Shearer's. That's the yeah. best Sports Direct clear. head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Mm. i got a few. I mean, obviously, Roger Johnson. Yeah, it's that. Well, yeah. that's a bit He'd go out of well, business, though, Yeah, he yeah, would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's constantly having lock-ins. Yeah. Come on, it's eight in the evening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought a big Walter and Archie Knox. Oh, that'd be great, yeah. Because there would be no violence. No. He was straight out of the pub. Sir Alex Ferguson used to run a pub back in the day, didn't he? Really? No, did he? He did. He used to run a pub when he was a manager of... No, he was, he was towards the end of his playing days or when he was just starting as a manager and he was combining the jobs. And it was quite oh, I a think rough, you're right, yeah. And it was quite a rough boozer as well. Yeah, yeah. just imagine that. Hmm. Just imagine that now. Gary Monk just runs a pub as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, it's a bit different, Mental. though. It's a bit different. It wasn't in the... He was managing the Premier League. No. Even so. Yeah, it's amazing. It was, it, it was, quite, it was quite an interesting part of his autobiography. Oh, right. He's okay. in the first one, not the second, not the second one to my knowledge. Yeah. Okay, I, th- I think Chris Camaro would be quite a nice. He'd pub- be a really, a landlord. really jovial character. Yeah, yeah. Great- the pub would be a bit shit though. Yeah, yeah. The, like the your police- food would be late and yeah. a bit rubbish. I and food. Get- the police would come round. The police would come round and go, "Why are there a lot of teenagers in this pub?" And you go, "I didn't see him. Yeah. <laughs> <Is there Jeff? laughs> missed that. Must have missed that policeman. Yeah. Well, well, you go to prison then. Yeah. You've just Where's your license? Twelve year olds. What license? <laughs> but I'm Chris Camaro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm above the law. I thought Roy Hodgson might be quite nice in a sort of whis- serving at a whiskey bar. It's the kind of guy you would maybe share your problems with, you know? Yeah. Quite like, and then he'd probably share his. Um, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to go for Tony Polster. All right. Okay. okay. Nicknamed Twin Pack Polster. Yeah, the, the Austrian striker, of course, That's with the mullet. He scored a lot of doubles in games, so when he's in, yeah. when he's serving, it's two for one. Oh, nice. Nice. Like that. There we are. <laughs> happy hour. Measures. Every yeah. hour is happy hour at Polsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've got the point. First mention of Polster for a while. It is a little mm. bit. Well, he is a retired Austrian footballer. Yeah, yeah true. You know. Speaking <laughs> of retired, retired European footballers of that era, yes. um, have you seen the latest pictures that come out of Thomas Brolin? No, 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 I haven't. He is the size of a fucking house. <laughs> I bet he is. I'm he picturing was, basically was... the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, yeah, but with is. just his face. But he, he was. Is, yeah. I saw him. I think I saw him play for Palace once upon a time. 
and he, he didn't look too sharp then. And uh, and then he ended up in goal for a Swedish like, amateur what, side was or something. Was he also a vacuum cleaner at Osmond at one point as Sub- well? Supposedly. Yeah. But this is a guy who played for Palmer and yeah. was was an excellent... And that was when yeah. Palmer were quite a force. He did a nice little kick in an Adidas advert, I remember. Yeah, he yeah. did. You're right Solid there. international Scored a superb well. goal against England yeah. when Sweden, I think, got the semi-finals and they yeah. hosted the Euro 92. He was a great player. Yeah. He was. There we are. Thomas Brolin. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. But Tony Poulter's uh, in the Dean Weddell Hall of Fame. So go on the website and have a look at, at that. Uh, Premier League time. Oh, no. Pete Donaldson's gutted. Yeah. Because not only did Pardew's men beat Mourinho's men, they, they knocked away that unbeaten record. Incredible. Incredible. I, did, I, did, it away. I didn't realise this, Jim. Apparently, there's a thing with some Arsenal fans that every, any time that the, the, the team who have who go on the longest unbeaten run in the Premier League, when they lose that, that that becomes Invincibles Day. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Are you one oh, of God. them? No, I'm not. Thank it's goodness for that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. to, Invi- the term Invincibles, as well, it should be pointed out, was sort of put onto the team by the press. Yeah. I hate it when people kind of like trumpet that as if it's something well, that, Arsenal that, themselves have That's have like England's, themselves. England's golden generation. Yeah, yeah I think it was Adam Crozier or one of the FA guys. Let's but, talk about the little messiahs. Yeah, yes. Can we? Well, you pack his say C, say. I'm sure it matters at you lot. Why? You're better than the, peop- the 54 people who tweeted me on Saturday. Can I just say, I was the one tweeting from the Rambler Cat the pictures of Pardew doing the thumbs up. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Two oh. people tweeted me to check I was okay over the weekend, which was nice. Pete, Newcastle, back to winning way straight away. Pardew, um, his Newcastle side, have beaten Jose Mourinho's side. It's a fantastic result. It was a fantastic and you've got to be very happy with that. Display. I've was. never not been happy when Newcastle United win. Really? Oh, tell your face then, but- mate. <laughs> What can I say? Do you know what I, mean? I mean, I can explain precisely what a problem I have with Pardew, or we can just say it was a fine result. Uh, some fantastic last uh, gasp challenges from Stephen Taylor, one of which got him sent off. Yeah. I, vote, I vote for the first one. Yeah. <laughs> we could do oh, both. Headphones fell off then. <laughs> got no, plenty of You're so angry, your headphones have just come off your head. I'm, I think, not, ang- I'm I, not angry, I'm, Pete, just, I'm just under siege. Calm down. I think, <laughs> I think that Newcastle fans like you, Mr. Donaldson, are in a special kind of purgatory at the moment. <laughs> All right. You know which way to turn. Yeah. You've got the angel on one shoulder. That's Pards. <laughs> the, it's the angel, the angel of the north as well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Pardew with a proper cat that's just eating the canary yeah. kind of grin. Rusty oh, old Pardew, <laughs> angel of the north. You've got a devil on the other side. Fat's also Pards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. What a win, though. Genuinely, yeah, what a win. Yeah, it was superb. And there's that strange stat that Mourinho has never won at St. James's Park. And, um, yeah. He always has a stinker. And he then he blames the ball boys. Oh, yeah. that was if brilliant. you're going to blame any of the Newcastle staff, blame Papa <laughs> Cisse. <laughs> yeah. I love it, blaming the ball boys. I mean, no, no so one's. Good. But, you know, he's played the press like a fiddle once again. He's, yeah. uh, nobody's talking about his, <laughs> the deficiencies in his side, the fact that he couldn't hit a ball yep. on target and yep. stuff. I can't yeah. remember them having. Apart from Annick's uh, punch, which is, you know, he punched a couple of times. I don't think they had that many shots the young on keeper target. Made yeah, a good save, yeah. didn't he? I think his feet were. I think, oh, sorry, his, feet, I think his feet were at, at fault for the uh, opening goal, but still, it was. Um, enough, it was. Yeah. Jack Colback was superb as well. He, he really magnetic. bossed that midfield. It was like unbelievable. Interesting how much Chelsea missed Matic because mm. it makes you understand that if they do have um, an important part of their first team set up missing, then they, they they maybe become you know vulnerable. So it would be interesting to see how they cope with the loss of different players down the line. That's an interesting point. Jim, their spine is really sorry. I was just saying, was, go on. Their spine's really important. I mean, like yeah. they've had like Terry and Jack and Cahill together. All season, essentially. And Courtois, of course, if he goes um, for injury or suspension or whatever, and they've got Chet to come in, I guess. But 
Matic and then um, Costa very mm-hmm. important yeah. I mean because although Remy's a good player of course Drogba stepped up and scored at the weekend but Remy's a good backup striker but I wouldn't say you'd rest a title challenge on his shoulders as a no, striker so it's very important that they keep that stop spine together mm. yeah. saying that though I mean Remy's a great player for rotation isn't he because he's very very sharp as you say mm. but I mean it's interesting looking at the difference between Mikel and who's been at Chelsea for a long time and Matic and streets apart definitely Matic is mm. a superb player he really mm. is. But, you're, but you're right Pete when you say that <laughs> Mourinho masks all this and talk of as Jim says if an important player is missing they maybe don't have um, the, the the biggest squad or, or, or specific player mm. and uh, Mourinho just talk, talks about the ball boys and that's what, where the all but the press the press is full for every single yeah, of course time. they yeah. do it's funny though because he was actually quite you know it's quite a canny quite thing humble to say on Mourinho. match of the day mm. and then whoever he was giving all those quotes to obviously he just let fly at the ball boys and <laughs> like, the, the people <laughs> I like, did the, He's a, sore, he's a very sore loser. I did, I did like the day that uh, basically um, Alan Shearer and Rude Hullet next to each other famously yeah, don't get on. That's and, right. And Gary Lucas opens the whole thing by going, so you guys uh, famously both managed at Newcastle. Not as well as Alan Pardew, though. Yeah, that, I know. That, I, that, I was that, amazed I was by like, that. I was like, do you, this is live, Gary. This yeah. is live. Yeah. I love that. Because the Gary Jesus. Lineker can do whatever he likes, can't he? He's one of the few people <laughs> in football who can do whatever he wants. But is wants. that not quite nice to see a little bit of spice on Match of the Day? Yeah. I, I think it's very I came out of nowhere. Didn't, didn't Rude Hood famously drop Shearer for the derby? Yeah. And then he essentially cost no, him his cost job. Him job yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, it was certainly interesting. I mean, because Lineker's pipes out. He's, he's a lot more controversial on Twitter than he is on Match of the Day. He is. Yeah. He's got some pretty forthright opinions, most of which I have to say I agree with. Generally. We'd like to see Lineker as a pundit, wouldn't we? Yeah, he's and, certainly quite forthright. And maybe me in the chair. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, no, we would like to see Lineker as a, he's, I think he's a very good presenter. But as you say on Twitter and one or two other bits and pieces that he does where he gives his opinions, you think oh, I'd love to hear what he's got to say yeah. on this, that, and the other. He yeah. should be. I think he should be part of some sort of. Um, I mean, he might be as far as I know. Should they rotate them? Yeah, no. But I was going to say he should be some part of some sort of uh, task force looking at the England. England set up because he's yeah. pretty well experienced he's got some firm opinions and, and they look to be quite sensible ones and he's been around the block a few times mm. he, he seems to know his onions and let's also not forget that he's he knows a, his cheese and onions <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's also played overseas as well with some degree of success so mm. I mean it'd be a def, definitely be an asset to, to, the, to the setup. yeah but back at St James's Park Marina said there should have been 20 minutes of injury time there was only six well, so well, I mean still well, was six it, have you ever seen that happen no <laughs> <laughs> well don't worry about it then yeah, exactly. <laughs> six is a fair <laughs> number it's so interesting what happened was, do, do, you seldom a, do you get six do you make a decent point because um, I listened to that game on the radio was it the early game on Saturday yeah it was yeah, I listened to that on the radio and afterwards the guy um, who was reporting from there was saying that um, it was really refreshing to hear both Pardew and Mourinho be very complimentary about the referee yeah and Mourinho then, sarcastically uh, yeah perhaps. he did it sarcastically so, I was going to yeah. say that cause yeah. the, but the, 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 the radio reports didn't pick up on that he was just like oh yeah he's really complimentary <laughs> clearly Mourinho was taking the piss right? Well, yeah, whenever yeah, Mourinho massively. compliments anybody it's taking the piss yeah yeah and he does it in such an obvious way. Well, he just double speaks his way around getting fined. It's Completely. very clever. And Completely. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine how annoying it would be if, like, we had to we said something someone didn't like on this podcast and it cost us like two hundred quid. Yeah, but imagine I'd if, talk around it. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if Mourinho actually got fined by the FA for or the Premier League for sarcasm. That'd be I mean, the most English thing to <laughs> ever <laughs> happen. <be> amazing. <laughs> that's how that's how highly developed people's sense of sarcasm is in this country. People get fined for it. Yeah, yeah. the lowest form of wit, the highest form of fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, mentioned Stephen. Taylor getting sent off. That was ridiculous, wasn't it? What a he foul. Do, does, it, there's a lot of that in his locker. To be fair, he's got a pretty good hit rate of last gasp challenges. He's a bit John yeah. Terry in that sense. That was... That was uh, the legendary just, platoon one where it hit his arm. Oh, that was, like, yeah. was that the same game where Dyer and Bowyer punched each other? 
I, I think, think it so. might have been. Well, that would have been too much, maybe. wouldn't it? That would have been too much. That would we wouldn't have been talking about one over the other, would we? That would have been <laughs> the Premier League. Same game. The Premier League would have been completed. <laughs> so, Pete, what did you do after you saw Newcastle had won? <laughs> what do you mean? What, what did I do? What you interested? I, what, what do you mean? What do you I, I, do went, you... I went. That's a really good result. I'm really pleased that happened. What are you being so defensive about? <laughs> And just ask hey, if 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 Pardew has a good result, what do you do with your voodoo doll? Do you do a nice thing to it, or do you just leave it? I give it a little kiss and a punch of the testes. <laughs> Which one first? Yeah. <laughs> Don't get mixed up. No, certainly not. You know, so. I, you know, I appreciate all the tweets every Saturday, and no, keep them coming. I was was gonna, any, yeah, if anything, let's have any, more of those. If you've I not say, thought to tweet Pete about it, just get involved. Yeah. Anything I say uh, is is not going to increase or decrease them, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Does yeah. It? No. What is, I think you certainly the, can e- increase them. Yeah, <laughs> slag the listeners off a bit. Do an Nigel Pearson. Talk about that in a minute. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Would you rather have Pearson on, on the reins at Newcastle? All I'm saying is, we'd be in a much better position if it wasn't ten defeats in fourteen at the start of the season. That's all I'm saying. Oh. That's all I'm saying, people. Yeah, Pompey lost Facts. a lot of games back in 2007. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Who cares? Come on. Now, what I um, the what the best thing was, I'm sure all agree, is, is now Chelsea. They're unbeaten. Run. It's a good, <clears throat> I actually think it's quite a good thing for Chelsea. Yes. I think it's... it's um, Because, I mean, it was ridiculous. I think it was a Telegraph after the midweek games last week published a headline saying Invincibles. Like, in, yeah. At the beginning of you December. Don't want that, it's, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. absolutely it's terrible journalism. Really, really, really bad. And uh, the good thing for Chelsea's point of view, and Mourinho <clears> will probably be saying this to the players, is it's just a monkey off their back now. Is it just crack on with the, the yeah. season. Mm. They want to win the title. Those players won't care about the unbeaten thing that much. They'll just want to win the title. And so it's, it's actually could be quite a good thing for them that it's come early on. It's also good for the league in general because City are just three points behind them now, and a lot mm. of people have been talking about City stumbling start, which they had last season anyway. And, and they were an the amazing league, run, so, didn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, it makes it a bit more interesting out there at the top. Do you know who the only team in British football league professional football? The Gorgie Boys, the magnificent Gorgie Boys, <laughs> the only team unbeaten in the league, the professional leagues throughout this magnificent island of ours. Yeah, and it's the, it's the Gorgie Boys. Yeah, Hearts. So well, uh, well done, Hearts. Thought I'd get that in there. Mm. Uh, well yes, done, Pards. Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so brilliant win for, for, for Newcastle United. Manchester City capitalised with a slender win. Um, mm. As Jim said, they moved three points behind Chelsea. Shout out to everyone who had Aguero as their fantasy football captain. Yeah. yeah. One minute in, goes down. That was me. Yeah, me. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's I'm December. Doing well, Why is actually? anyone still doing their matches? I'm, I'm yeah, to surely take it. people have lost interest. Yeah. By now. I'm, I'm trying to take it seriously this season. I'm doing all right. So am I. I'm, I'm, I'm doing terrible, but I'm taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah uh, Jack Elka. Was that a pen on James Milner? I thought it probably was a pen. It's, it's a think? funny one, isn't it? Because, I mean... <sighs> Two honest English players, Jim. No, mm. but the law says... The laws say... <laughs> any, any, it basically talks about the laws for a foul... And it's, all it says about penalties is, to my knowledge, if any of those incidents happen in the penalty area, a penalty will be awarded. If, you, if yeah. that, I, I always say this, and I don't know if people agree with me or not, but if that happens on the halfway line, is that a foul? Mm. All day. All day it's a foul. I don't know, though, is it? I mean, you'd, certainly some referees I don't think would give that on the half, halfway line. It's because it was very much a coming together. It, it, I mean, look at Milner's reaction as well. He gets up almost to... You know, the pundits on the match today, I think, put it quite well. It's like he wanted to avoid getting booked for diving. So he wanted to carry on. I, I don't know. It's for me, that's a foul. really interesting one. Well, what do you two think? I thought, I thought it was a foul uh, at first glance and then I looked at it again and thought it's a foul Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I'm then the third one and then the fourth one I'm not sure and mm. I'm glad I didn't have to decide mm. yeah uh, I mean speaking of honest Englishmen Ross Barkley 
What was that one? He, yeah. he was booked for diving. And no, he had sorry, a shocking yeah. dive the other week. Connor Wickham did one this weekend yeah. as well. It's like, come on, boys. Yeah. Barkley's got to be careful there because, I yeah. mean, this twice in a couple of weeks, he's going to start getting a reputation soon. Mm. You well, don't want that. We've seen it with someone like Ashley Young as well. Yeah, and Gareth Bale as well, which I, th- I believe he might oh, have yeah. shrugged off by now, but I mean, we don't see him as close now. But, you know, he's well like a defender. Take a leaf out of Aguero's book. He never dives. Never. Never died. <laughs> even even injured, when he though, so that's injured now. Yeah, and even so. when he did get fouled, he was called up for diving. Yeah, when he got injured, he probably should have dived out of the way when they got injured. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a lesson to the everybody. Jokes on him. Mm. So um, Mangala is making me think I could probably play for Porto. <laughs> should yeah. should else? should that have been a foul when he fly kicked Etu in have the been spine? <laughs> yeah, I reckon so. <laughs> yeah. At the base of his spine. What is he playing? When he, when he put, it's perform- not really football, is it? When it he performed surgery on his spinal column with his foot. <laughs> yes, it should be. It's, it's a red. It's a red all day. It's outrageous, isn't yeah. it? What is he trying to do at he's the moment? He's trying to dislodge a vertebrae yeah. in the spine. Does he know he's a professional footballer? <laughs> he just looks so off the page. He at the really moment, doesn't does. He? It's going to be. I mean, obviously, yeah. Dima Chalice must be thinking, "Come on, <laughs> what have I got to do? I helped you win the league. Yeah, I've got so my hair cut." Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously, Aguero being out for it looks like it's going to be a month now, according to the, today's mm. newspapers. Um, that's a blow for, for City, clearly. Good news for Jack. Um, it is, but obviously, he wasn't rest, was he? Because of the game, they've got midweek against yeah. Roma. But although he came on late, which meant we got a sub for a sub. Oh, did he come? I didn't yeah. see that. Did he, he came okay, on very right. late for uh, Pozzo, is it? The sp- yeah, young yep. Spanish striker. I imagine. I imagine Jeko and, and Jovetic will. Well, one or the other will both will play against Roma, of course. But the uh, the big concern, and I think we've mentioned this before this season, is the fact that they can't find anyone to play consistently with company. Mm. And so, for some reason, Pellegrini doesn't want to play Dimitrios. He wants to play Mangala. But it was really odd. I'm not sure if you guys remember how Mangala was brought into the team because. For his debut, which he actually played pretty well. He's a lot of money. Yeah, he was yeah. a lot of money. Maybe that's part of it. His, but his uh, debut played really well. I think it was his debut. His debut was second game, he played really well. And I think his second game was against Hull, and they had a shocker. Anyway, the first game he played, he played well. And But the, the day before in the press conference, Pellegrini said he was oh, something weird, like he was nowhere near ready for the Premier League yet. Mm. Then he picks him anyway. And he played okay, and, then he, and ever since he's not been very good, he's been sort of inconsistent at best. But um, that's a real concern, because if one thing that Chelsea have got is uh, two really reliable, solid centre-backs who play just about every minute together. Yeah. And that's obviously a real bonus for... Um, and also playing in front of a really good keeper, which is a real bonus when you're going for a title, you know. Mm. Chelsea, uh, sorry, not Chelsea, City, I'll tell you, could actually do a hell of a lot worse than putting uh, Bakary Sanya in there. Because he was, it was an absolute lion for Arsenal when he was called upon to play in the centre-back. He actually put... A, sort of fairly decent run of games together in that position and if they genuinely can't get that, one of those partnerships to work Fair it might point. be an option I forgot he was the history perfect the option. irony of <laughs> yeah. not being able to find someone to play with company oh, oh. oh. you're spot on you get fined for that sort of irony call the show a uh, bad company if you want yeah okay yeah. or just I'll make your it. own decision yeah. <laughs> it's very much your choice isn't it he'll very do that my edit get off my choices <laughs> but anyway Eto's an elderly gentleman he should be getting kicked in the back <laughs> no he like shouldn't no, <laughs> leave the s- spines of the elderly yeah. alone yeah well no he deserves much more respect fine yeah. player Fernando was lucky as well boot to the face apparently yeah. that's not a high boot yeah well it depends how low his head was that's yeah, the it wasn't very low, was it? That's the <laughs> no, but I'm just in the, to pick it up a general yeah, point. But yes, I, I take your specific point, Jim. Um, uh, what about uh, West Ham United, eh? Absolutely Three flying. One. Big Andy Carroll taking care of them businesses. Mm. Yeah. He was fantastic. He, he didn't deserve excellent. the man of the match uh, in the match that I saw against Newcastle, but he certainly, he certainly deserved it. He's mm. had three of them. He was Indeed. incredible. I mean, the, I mean, the Hammers are going fantastically well. The third, only six points behind Manchester City. And they have 
like 11 points less at this stage of last season or something like that. I think it took d- until February to pick up the amount of points. I'm pretty sure it's their best Premier League start of all time. But if you look at that mm. squad, I know we've had a similar discussion to this already, but I can already f- remember players we missed out of that. Players like Amalfitano and, you know, obviously Sacco and Valencia is the new boys. Carroll, Nolan coming back now. Alex Song in there. Song's been a big player. He has been excellent. He's, uh, he's, he's such a good player for them. I think what was impressive was I, I mentioned a few months ago that uh, that wasn't impressive. I just mentioned something. Yeah, uh, I was impressed. It was going to be interesting to see how Sam Ardice Im- brought Nolan and Carroll, two really big personalities and politically yeah. big players, back into that squad. And I really liked what they did against Swansea. In fact, they switched a little bit more. To, don't complain, West Ham fans. I'm not not calling you a bit out. more direct. Yeah, they did, and it, and it really played into their hands. And, and Carroll was a real. There's handful. nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. And also, it hit Swansea where it hurts because they're probably not that used to playing in that way. No. And so it was really effective. And it showed a bit of tactical flexibility by Sam Adas, who is, for all the time we took the mick out of him stuff, is quite underrated. He's one of the most time. tactically flexible I'd English say he is. managers. Because mm. the amount of times Allardyce goes, go, plays against good quality teams and gets a result. Yeah. Uh, and he, obviously, he's like the cat that got the cream afterwards. But I mean, in many ways, he's earned that. Because but that's he, often his thing, isn't it? That he's a, he, you know, he said himself that he's more of a reactive manager. And that lends itself against big opposition. Well, so when you Playing against poorer sides, but perhaps you have to take the game to them. Smiling. Maybe he's not as, as well, strong there. They did, and, and, but, and, but he sorted that out this season. He has, but they, I was going to say they rode their luck a little bit against Swansea. Swansea did look quite dangerous on the break on yeah. the occasion, mm. and it possibly could have been a bit closer. Of course, um, it didn't help that, that Swansea had a man sent off mm. and all that other stuff. So yeah, that just killed it for them. Bonnie was fantastic. I mean, it was two one yeah. at the time with the sending off. So yeah, West Ham were in front. I mean, Bonnie, yeah, with, with it, he's having a great season. A yeah. lovely, mm. what a finish that was. He's such a physically powerful player, and, and he's yeah. a really instinctive finisher as well. Well, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that goal he scored again one of the most impressive goals for me he scored this season was City. that goal, goal against Man City, Man City where he didn't panic at all he's yeah. really calm actually on matches they was I probably thought that was the goal of the month actually. oh really okay yeah, yeah. I really, really, really annoyed about, uh, about losing that match I think he looked really really upset well it went a goal ahead I mean it's mm. frustrating I expect because yeah. you're a striker you put your team a goal ahead and then all of a sudden it all goes to complete shit mm. the other end yeah but what, I mean uh, Sam Allardyce obviously played that diamond and then he, the, the fullbacks pushed right on and, and, and Jenkinson with a lovely cross Corporal Jenkins. that header yeah, that <laughs> header of Carroll scored the first one yeah. was glorious. I don't, I don't know if Carroll should get the second one because um, oh, he's going it, in. Yeah, well, but Leon Britton got his head on it and it, he basically headed it in. So if he's no, but, got the opportunity to head it away and then he messes that up, should that not still? <laughs> no, no, no. It, the, the, the ball's it's going the in. Direction the, of the, the original. The law is if it's on target, they get it. No, I, 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 I do know what you're saying. You. Carroll's goal. Is it, is it not frustrating as an Arsenal fan to see Jenkinson? Yes. Song whatever you're going to say. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks. No, Would it you is. Be interested it, in Alan Pardew. <laughs> <laughs> Job swap. You if guys. We, if we could just have him for, if we could have him for Chelsea just twice a season, then great. Yeah. Would you take uh, Pardew now? No. Or would you take Wenger now? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd been for the swap. I'd, yeah. I'd drive in there myself, as they say. I can't, I can't even drive. I'd car. have a bloody good go. Come on, yeah. team, no, oh. team emblems in a blow. You wouldn't last four hours in the car, Alan Pardew. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't drive him away. Someone yeah. else can sort that out. Okay, you drive Wenger. Push him in the tie, I don't care. Yeah. He'd just talk about himself, <laughs> wouldn't he, for four hours. He'd be a very arrogant um, yeah. when co you're, When you're passenger. king of the car, do, what you do want. anything. Yeah, change the radio station over. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, what kind of music do you hate? <laughs> um, yeah, no, but Jenkinson is doing very well for West Ham, and it's, it's frustrating song, to have... But song would song, be so good, uh, Yeah, he would be ideal, uh, wouldn't he? Um, but then saying that, we had song in the midfield before, and it was still weak as fuck, so, you know... Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> Who knows? Um, uh, I, I, I do... Um, it is great to see Andy Carroll back in there. And I hopefully he can stay um, injury-free. But there is a kind of... I think we mentioned it before, that uh, when, when a cross gets put in and, and Carroll smashes one in with the head, people are like, oh, yeah, it, it's not... You know, we'd like to see a bit of build-up and all that kind of stuff. But, but it, a goal's a goal. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and he gets and, a lot of them like that. Yeah, and West Ham are not playing long balls. No. There's a difference no. between a long pass and a long it's, ball. They're too crosses. Yeah. But the, the, the point is that sometimes with that West Ham thing, when people criticise West Ham, which would of course be wide of the mark of the way they're playing at the moment. They talk about they don't talk about crosses into Andy Carroll. They talk about long balls into Andy Carroll and Kevin Nunn taking the nod downs. Or yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Which is not really how it went against Swansea anyway. I mean, it, <clears> yeah. But the third came from that. The thing that's interesting about Andy Carroll is for someone who is obviously a good player and he's commanded high transfer fees. And we all know that he's a good football player. And he's played at international level and done okay. But it's weird for a lot of teams and sometimes good teams as well I've seen Andy Carroll play in the flesh on more than one occasion and it's almost like the idea of playing against him is as bad as playing against him because people just panic because they see how big and strong he is how Mm. good he is in the air and actually you don't get a lot of strikers like that around now it's not like you're playing against a Christian Vieira type character every week so it can be quite alien to them Mm. and that's a a real asset for a forward uh, and for West Ham do you remember when he came on for Liverpool in the semi-final tore it up I mean he probably should have had a second he, he, he was at Absolutely ruthless. He decimated them, and <laughs> they should—they should have—they should have probably come out of that with something that game. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? It's very rare now that you have a player that almost has like a special move. But Carroll's headers are like that because he's—he's he's as tough as any sort of big grizzled centre back. Mm. Also, to the point where he's a real advantage to West Ham defending corners. Yeah, he is. Yeah, absolutely. He's like just, with Drogba, his pomp. He's yeah. just so good at defending uh, set pieces. Yeah. Well, absolutely. So, what well done, And a little mensch for Sacco's goal at the end. Yeah, Ruthless. nice. The way, yeah. the way that, he jinked it past his first the game back from injury, isn't it? It's really exciting to see a player scoring that regularly. It'd be interesting to see how he accommodates him and Carroll and, mm. and his, his. Well, it's Nolan good. As well. They were both on the pitch together when Sacco scored. So, yeah. it's good competition for places. I think. I think that um, Sacco's finish was lovely because the technique was like he got his knee over the ball as you're supposed to, and, he, and he's mm. obviously mm. that meant he could strike it as hard as he wanted, and it wouldn't have ballooned over the bar or anything like that. He didn't snatch it or anything. That's that competition for places as well. If I can just jump in, he's. Mm. Exactly what makes you think West Ham might be able to keep this up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fabianski should have gone. Ah, oh, it's a tough. It's really that's a difficult decision. I think. I think. I don't think the um, the Milner decision was that difficult, but I think that one was quite difficult. The fact is, he did. That, I know that um, Sarko hit the post, but the point is, he could have denied a goal scoring opportunity, and so I can see why the referee did it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Though. But I mean, the sort of the thing is, he impeded him. But if you're going to play the advantage and give the player a chance to make to have a goal scoring opportunity, he doesn't take it. Is it, I mean, can you really yeah, play the advice? Fault, isn't it? To be honest, yeah, I'm not fully aware. I think the point was that um, there's a camera angle where you can see the referee blow up before. Yeah, uh, oh, okay. so it doesn't actually give him an advantage. I, did, I didn't know that. Know. I didn't know that. Mm. Well, now you do. Thanks, mate. It's all right, guys. There we are in it together. Thanks, pards. Thanks, pards. Uh, Thanks, pards. Uh, <laughs> QPR, eh? another win. Charlie Austin scored yeah. uh, against his old team. He assisted a goal and got himself sent off. According to the BBC, he's only the fifth player in Premier League history to achieve this. Achieve. Um, <laughs> sort <laughs> yeah. of an achievement. Two out of three ain't yeah. bad. Busy afternoon. Um, uh, Mark Viduka, Sean Bartlett, Mark Anton Fortune, and Bobby Zamora are the others. I actually, Mark Viduka did that about seven times. <laughs> 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 yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, nice to see him celebrating against his old team. Yeah, he's got to do that. I mean, you know, he's... he's, he's um, why wouldn't he do that? I mean, yeah. We should stop pointing this out. People are going to think we're real dicks. Yeah. He's well, going to get sent off later, that's fine. 
yeah. Yeah. QPR, make up for it yeah. QPR aren't actually a bad team at home I remember they, they got beat by Liverpool in sort of unfortunate circumstances at Loftus mm. Road but other than that they've, they've actually done quite well, well yeah. they, they, I mean winning games against Leicester and Burnley <laughs> big. at home very big. very big yeah I mean there's six pointers effectively aren't they and Redknapp made the point that it, when he first came to the club there were all those players there on ridiculous wages that are clearly just there for a payday and the fans <laughs> well, he, well, Redknapp would fucking know <laughs> absolutely of course largely because he brought many of them there <laughs> interestingly um, enough just but, to, I'll go carry on. I'll, I'll do it at the end. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's effectively that this team feels more like a, a cohesive unit that the fans can actually get behind and enjoy watching. Mm. Well, that's that's actually a, an interesting point because I would I wouldn't disagree with that on on the pitch. But the reason that it's no coincidence they're so good at home and so poor away. He, mm. he has no clue how to set up a team to mm. be defensive. Redknapp, he's terrible at that. Uh, he, he's boring, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But that's probably genuinely what he thinks. But what I was going to say was, it's interesting to see um, Peter Story, ex uh, Portsmouth chief executive, get a nice cushy <laughs> number out in uh, out in Australia. Was he that? Was yeah, he got? He's some sort of football consultant for a club out in Australia. Bloody um, hell! Which I think possibly may have come from when he spent a load of his time on Portsmouth's money on holidays in Australia. Sorry scouting trips mm. uh, oh, or man. canvassing for a new job as, uh. as they uh, as, as it undoubtedly was actually happening I genuinely tutted three times there I haven't mm. done for years yeah but uh, to I be feel honest, your pain man on the other hand Peter Story couldn't literally be further away from where I am at the moment so I'm quite happy about that yeah well mm. yeah, yeah. Give and well, take. he could be shot into space that would be great I, I think I think <laughs> The one thing I would say to, I forget which Australian club it is now, but in the very unlikely event they're listening, what are you doing? Mm. <laughs> it just goes to prove there really is one born every fucking minute. The Aaron's Bredrongos, let's yeah. say. Uh, that, well, that's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no arguments here. Yeah, um, uh, yeah but QBR, they're out the relegation zone. Redknapp said he's looking to spend in the championship. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh God! I think the actual quote was somebody else. Amazing! Yeah. It, was, it was like it was something like, um, "Well, I don't know what they expect me to do: get them promoted and then just not spend any money." I mean, you spent loads. Yeah, you bought you, so many does players. He carry on with stuff he's going to get for Sandra in the January, January <laughs> yeah. sales. Can you imagine? Uh, like, he, he's only just let him a Black Friday. He's loving it. He's yeah, loving it. I, was, I actually I actually saw footage of Redknapp wrestling his way into an Asda, <laughs> grabbing like a grabbing like an Amdi five, yeah. under his arm, fighting other people yeah. off. Cardboard cutout of Messi. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Defoe at the back yeah. <laughs> Jiminy yeah. Cricket Jiminy Cricket oh, did, did um, Nico Cranjar was he playing up front by the end of that one I didn't see that it I might be because might obviously Austin was probably still having up. a rest he's probably having a rest um, uh, there's a man who's not going to work the channels because um, uh, Austin but why should he yeah he's earned the right not to yeah. um, Austin's out now for obviously uh, mm. you know to serve his band for the red card so mm. Zamora who uh, I think Zamora did he get a little injury on the weekend and, and apparently Redknapp said Vargas is uh, he's just had a baby so he's he, exactly he's on losing he's on, sleep he's on yeah he's, he's struggling um, Zamora, get Defoe in was, even when Zamora's fit he can't um, play a full game generally he's yeah. certainly can't play more than one a week. Which Vargas, you know, even you know, obviously having a kid is a, is a massive, massive thing. But sure. he's a, he's a decent player. I think it'd is. be a good chance for him to get a proper run in the side as well. It might even work to QPR's advantage for a little bit, just to bed him in a little bit more because he certainly seems to need that. Or get Jermaine Defoe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be that one, yeah. isn't it? Say all that, Freddie Sears, maybe yeah. all that, all that complicated stuff, or just chuck Defoe sixty grand a week. Yeah, <laughs> all your problems are gone. Yeah, <laughs> all your money. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. There's yeah. your storage problems. Am I right yeah. in thinking that Rio Ferdinand is just not getting in the team ahead of Clint Hill and Richard Dunn? He's down tools. Yeah, he's, no, not, he's not injured, is he? No, he's Clint just Hill, not Clint getting Hill in the play, team. Clint more of a fullback these days, but they um, they they play um, they play uh, Dunn and uh, someone. Uh, Corker. Uh, Corker, 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 yeah, yeah ahead of him. Yeah, mm, there, you are. there you go. But that's unbelievable, isn't it? Well, it's, I mean, I, I would, and yet believable. I would, Jim. Say, I would probably say that if you were to challenge Redknapp on that, he would say it's a bit like when United signed Blanc or whatever. He's just there for experience, good for the young players, all right. that sort of stuff. I'm not saying that's the tr- the case. But well, I mean, also though, when when he, he signed him, they were playing a back three, and uh, was it would it have been Ferdinand sweeping up? And obviously, maybe they've changed. And Ferdinand, you know, he's just having a nice time ahead of his retirement. Seeing out, seeing out the week, selling yeah. some hats, selling exactly. some baseball Christmas cats. is around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Clint Hill off. just reminds me of when you interviewed him and all the ideas we had that you wouldn't allow us to. Oh yeah, like Clint Hill sees mandrills. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to and the Aston Villa Clint game. Clint Hill shall we? takes pills where we were just going to give him different medications every week. And <laughs> yeah, see what happens. Like, not tell him what they were and just record whatever happened to him. This week, but it no, is Luke con- wouldn't it, let us do it. It is the contraceptive pill, Clint Hill, and and yes, your nipples are tender for good reasons. 
Yeah, that's why Luke didn't want to do it, I think, because he would have been the one Luke to ask. He's not even listening, he's just on his phone now. <laughs> Luke, he's, he's Luke like genuinely Rio, thought he was going to be friends with Clint Hill. That's what made me laugh. That's what made me laugh about oh. the whole situation. Are you friends with Alan Pardew? Or? <laughs> <laughs> just saying Alan Pardew doesn't work. You need to be more clear. Oh, Clint. Pete's friends with people like Rizzle Kick. He's, he's hung up. So, yeah. Yeah. Aston Villa 2, Leicester City 1. Better from Villa. Mm. Yeah. That's a pair of brass bollocks from Sky Sports putting that on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, like, neither team are in Europe or anything. Super. Yeah. No, they, I think they just called it Sunday. Did they? Yeah. Well, we had this, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Sedated Sunday. Um, Hutton scored his match. foot. Sorry? It was an enjoyable match. It was. Yeah. Called into work at the last moment, and I was pleased there was football on the telly. Damn right you were. Hutton scored his first league, uh, scored the first league goal, sorry, at the, at the whole 10 since April. Yeah, that That's was a Hutton, remarkable. That was also Hutton's first goal in all football since 2010, wasn't it? Yeah. But it the whole just end disappeared for a bit, didn't the it? The whole end deserves more. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly does. It, any end deserves the 12th, more. The 12th man said the banner. <laughs> it's the, the whole end is a legendary stand. It is. Yeah. It really is a legendary stand. Yeah. Collymore, well, football Villa country. Park itself is a very historic stadium. Collymore said he, he thought there. the whole end was uh, more, I don't know, raucous or enjoyable yeah. or whatever it was than, mm. than uh, the cop. But Pretty sure. went down well. Although perhaps maybe that was a slight dig at Liverpool. He said the opposite when he went to Liverpool. Is that right? Um, <laughs> I think when there was terracing, I think I'm right in saying that Hotton was the largest single stand in the UK. Right. I think, yeah. I think I'm right in saying that. Yeah, and he has got a clock in the stand somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and we like that. Who's, who hasn't got one? Arsenal? No, not <laughs> anymore. Flavor Flav. No, no they Arsenal have got one. They took the clock across. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course they did. One. Sorry. Yeah. Get with it, Spelzy. Soz. Uh, you can't really see it though when you're in the no. you're in the box. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, seldom do I look up from my plate. Mm. The new the new genie almost scored an absolute beauty. Oh, did, did he, yeah, did great save. Fine margins in it in the Premier League, which he just cannot seem no. to break. <laughs> Brad so Guzan. often, Brad Guzan is this week's enemy of football. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Brad Guzan, as yeah. we once said in the title of a show, when he did something similar. Yeah. <laughs> There you are. That's why. Yeah, it's, that's it's why we're the best. Good because <laughs> <laughs> we repeat the same things over and over again. Because football bloody does. Yeah, uh, it's good to see Ben Take back on a similar theme. No, he seems to be among the goals again. I liked Hutton's goal because the way he fa- he found himself in that position and, and the way he he looked round and he was thinking nobody here I might as well just put it in yeah and he just that yeah. was the, it it's was a nice the, calm finish yeah, it was. Ben Teke would have had a goal if it wasn't for some good saves from Kasper Schmeichel yeah, oh, God, Schmeichel was excellent skinny. he looked broken by the end of it though yeah. when they were losing he just you know is that one of those what more can I do looks with well, a post match interview he's pretty angry he was saying we can't afford to make mistakes like that it's mm. ridiculous so he, was, he was quite forthright with his opinion I bet he would be um, well, uh, how old you know so somebody led the ball really really hard at him and it was like it was, it was in the middle of the goal fair play and it was a good height from but it was just like oh that's going to hurt his hands yeah. but he still stopped yeah. it reactions yeah. he's, he's, he's a good keeper I, I mean talking about repeating things Jim I loved it when Jamie Redknapp said and uh, a few years ago when Casper Schmeichel was starting to play and they were t- obviously talking about Peter Schmeichel and he went oh well, I think Peter's going to be a real father figure for him but, uh, oh. he he's literally a father figure to him. <laughs> no he wouldn't that's one of the few times <laughs> he wouldn't have said it because yeah. it would have made sense yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did like that um, yeah oh Nigel Pearson having a bit of a tough time of, of late did you see that when he mm, there's been beef and there's been a lot of beef yeah um, I mean, one man's going to put you in a Pompey tracksuit it's Nigel Pearson <laughs> <laughs> Well, he turned around, didn't he? It was against. Was it the Liverpool game um, yeah. the other the other week when the fan called him an effing twat, and he turned around and went f off and died. Yeah, basically, yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. pretty but much. I, the thing is, I, I didn't see the. Um, obviously, I wasn't there. And I've only seen the short video that's been online, but. I, I don't really know what that fan is expecting. I mean, no. they, Nigel Pearson got Leicester promoted last season. They were top since Boxing Day to the end of the season. Did a fantastic job. Um, he's yeah you know, okay. They're having a bad run of results. They're playing Liverpool in the league. Mm. Yeah. You know, what do you expect from them? You know, they, they've they've not they've not um, 
Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see that Leicester have completely disgraced themselves. It's not that like they're not trying. Yeah. I mean, he's brought a player like Esteban Cambiaso to the club. Yeah. He's got some pretty exciting forward players. Okay, it's not working out for them at the moment, but they're always going to go through runs like this when they've just been promoted. Absolutely. And I don't understand why that fan, who of course has got right to air his opinion because he's bought a ticket and stuff, but it just seems completely counterproductive. Mm. Why you would want to do that? Yeah, but, but that's. But then that, that, uh, what I would argue is it's a similar sort of situation like the Pardew thing. You, you watch a team oh, week God, in week out. Rest. Shut up, Jim. <laughs> uh, you, you watch a team week in week out, and like. You, you, you don't spend as much time watching uh, you know Leicester uh, as Leicester fans and you, yeah. and there must be something that they see in, in, in Pearson's uh, game plans that they just don't have any um, they don't have as much um, joy when they watch him uh, sort of lay, lay, up, lay up a team yeah but I feel I feel um, that far too often in my in my opinion um, being a football fan is just becomes a, a excuse for just some pretty appalling behaviour. Oh god, yeah, yeah behaviour you would never agree. ever think about all, even conducting outside of a football ground and, or outside of your group of football supporters. And the argument friends. and the argument that, that, that everyone's sort of having with Pearson is that he shouldn't have said something back. I don't have a massive problem. With yeah, no, no, I, I also you know, absolutely love that he didn't apologise yep. when Prof said it because <laughs> yeah. he's got his right to reply. Of course he has. And I really I don't know if this Leicester fan did this. So you know he probably didn't. It's unfair to tie him with that brush. But you do get fans who, if a manager has a pop-back, they, they're furious about it. Yeah. They feel aggrieved in some way, as if this terrible tragedy has befallen them. And it hasn't. You've, no, exactly. you're, a, you're a grown human being. You've got it's to deal with know, the consequences it, of it, your own it, actions. It's not like somebody attacking a ball boy. Or it's yeah. not like, you know, it's, mm. it's not like that man uh, shouting at the Man City manager, calling him a... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly, you know. But like, when, when, when that was not called for... But yeah, it's, it's nowhere near as funny as that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like uh, uh, it's, it's two men having a disagreement about one but, man's performance. But also, mm. it's personal. He's not shouted, oh, he put Nugent on or something, yeah. or he's not said, stop playing that formation or whatever. He's called him an effing twat. Mm. I mean, That's just piss poor. What's the fan mm. expecting to get? Pearson's going to go, you know what, I am a twat. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll leave now. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else can do this job. <laughs> that, that said, I've, I've always hated fuck off and die as, a, as an insult. Yeah, yeah. And die. So, oh, yeah, you just said you didn't have a massive problem with what he said back to him. No, I no, mean, I know. I mean, I mean what the said spirit of what was said, yes. rather than the actual, I don't like that insult. It's, um, it's, um, it's the uh, insult equivalent of going, you've got too much time on your hands, mate. Piss off. Yeah, right. What get, have you done wait, with your life? Get a life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you're right, Peter. You're absolutely spot what on. What would you have said back, Max? And you, you can tell Nigel Pearson that his insults <laughs> need to be better. Yeah, he yeah. needs to work on it. I did love it, actually, when Jim... And his defence. And his defence. Uh, when uh, he did ref- refuse to apologise. Nobody challenged him on it. No. And he was ready to be he challenged. beat them to death <laughs> like think, a pack of Bulgarian dogs. But I think what <laughs> Nigel Pearson said, and his quote, I've got it here because Marcus kindly put it in the running order. Thanks. It's actually perfectly reasonable. So I replied to one idiot in the stands, and if he doesn't like what he sees... I love it, he's got another dig in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the fans can't see the players are having a proper go, maybe they need to stay at home. This is not a case of like a really... I guess what I'm trying to get at is, it's not a case of a really... With due respect to Leicester, massive team expected to change for major honours yeah. who, who are a bunch of overpaid prima donnas. Like, so maybe Spurs have been recently. This is a bunch of, of pretty, uh, as far as I can see, pretty honest, hard-working pros doing their best against Liverpool, a giant of the game, in a type of game that actually... If you're a fan of a club at Leicester, and I know this being a fan of a similar size club, when we were in the Premier League, I was delighted to see our team playing against teams like that. Mm. And I didn't think for one moment that the players weren't trying or that um, the manager wasn't doing his best, because of course I thought he was. I don't think you can level that stuff at Pearson. So to me, it just seems like it's been blown out of proportion because some idiot fan, and he is an idiot, has, has insulted someone personally and been insulted personally back. I mean, if you're going to complain about that, then you shouldn't really be at football. Mm. Because what do players and, and managers have to put up with all the time? I think that it's part 
part of a wider debate about how oh, well, players feel uh, separate, fans feel separate from the game now. Players don't really engage with the fans. Well, because most of the time they get a shitload of abuse all the time, yeah. just because they're wealthy or they're good at what they do, and they sp- spend their Saturday afternoon which is getting personally insulted over and over again. Yeah. The and then those same back, people, people complain. Yeah, and then those same people go home and do it on Twitter. Yeah, right. So it's just it's where are they turn. I mean, yeah. the bigger crime, whoever was filming that, didn't know that insult was coming back. So I think why why you sat stood there filming the match. Yeah. Why are you filming Nigel Pearson? Oh, Joyless yeah. individuals. Could it not have been that his mate was like, film it, I'm going to shout at him? No, because it's felt like the, the shout was quite far away from when the, where yeah. it was being filmed. Oh, yeah. was it? Okay, right, fair enough. I'm not having it. Don't well, stop filming it. Yeah. Do you remember when we went to... You had like one picture a game. <laughs> Do you remember when we went to England, Sweden in and Euro Pearson 2012? And Pearson should enforce that. <laughs> and the three of us were sat together, Luke and Lord Ramble were elsewhere. Uh-huh. And the guy in front of us Cheap filmed the whole match. He oh, watched yeah. it through his through his camera. I think mm. he was a local bloke, wasn't he? Insane. A local bloke. Well, he wasn't a woman. Was he a bloke? <laughs> <laughs> right then, enough Leicester chat. Let's have some Arsenal chat. <sighs> they would be. We never have enough no, of that. Can we breathe through <laughs> this? Yeah. This is the same uh, shit every yeah, time. Yeah, Pete, can you just cut <laughs> cut the Arsenal section from any other show we've ever done <laughs> and just put that in? And one week we might as well actually do that. Hang on, we've got to mention Peter Crouch doing a Cristiano Ronaldo celebration yeah, and good. then tweeting it later. Yeah. yeah. He's trying well, to he obviously wasn't going to tweet John, it at the same John time. Walters, John Walters was on Five Live um, after that game and he said that Peter Crouch has got a better uh, six pack than Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly longer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. went to see Moss Tony Polster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, just to do it briefly, obviously, <laughs> Wenger, he needs some little messiahs himself. Some yeah, of those players have yeah, got to step stop up having there. to go to Wenger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you'll always win the games. And, uh. They had a bust that once, didn't they, those two? At Pete Donaldson. Yeah, they did. Mm. Um, that happens a lot with, with pards, doesn't it? And Wenger, to be fair. Now, Giroud's got to be burying the chance he had earlier on. Um, just so many players there, pretty much all of them, apart from uh, Alexis Sanchez. Sanchez had to step up to the point we might as well clone him have some Alexi um, like which, would be, which would be grand um, I thought Chambers' first yellow was harsh he was basically that was a very unlucky sending off I think and he's, also he's still got that in his game though hasn't he yeah he has he's, well I mean he's a 19 year old he yeah. can't be covering three positions <laughs> sometimes in the same game Pele was 17 kind of, when he won the World Cup mate yeah, yeah. well you know Pele was Pele and, if, if and Chambers, Pele's now selling his hair and turning it into diamonds so that he, shows how bad it can he, be he's very ill recently, yeah, if, Chambers, if Chambers is going to show that sort of lo- shocking lack of ambition and not wanting to play three positions at once maybe it's not a club for him <laughs> maybe it's to go back Phil to never used to play three positions yeah, at once it, yeah. it, indeed um, but it's, it's maddening because you know, we kept a lot of clean sheets last season. Obviously, managing the defence into a cohesive unit is possible, but mm. um, just the personnel is is so thinly spread this time that it's it's ridiculous. Let's move on. It's, I, it's boring. I, We're I all bored of it. Good money on Arsenal season ticket just to see the adorable Santi Cazorla. I think he might be the most adorable footballer who has ever lived. He's yeah. always happy. He looks like a little chipmunk. He does. I love him. Theo Walcott is as well. I think. No, he's too he's too clever. I think. Santi Gazzola genuinely looks like there's not a, a, a harsh bone in his body. He'd never ask for a move, for example, I don't think. In we'll another see, life, we'll he see. would be like another, love, a, a delightful little woodland animal. Yeah, yeah. he would. Little squirrel. Yeah. Mm. Um, let's go to the championship. Very briefly, Bolton, not doing too well this season, might turn to two older heads to help them out. Because Idaka Johnson's already training there, and I'm sure many people will know that. So now is big Emil Heskey. Mm. Big Hesk but hasn't, um, You must be delighted with that Oh of course Isn't yeah. he uh, Not the only one to take up the option Which gives Redknapp A chance to get in <laughs> Nothing <laughs> Imagine that Heskey back in the Prem 
That'd Who would have Heskey and Defoe? Oh, how old is Ida Johnson? I always just sort of He's think... quite old, but to be fair to Heskey, he's only 36. I mean, that's not ridiculous. No. He's been playing in the Australian League, which will be a bit off the pace of the Championship. I think you're forgetting his nine league goals at Aston Villa <laughs> <laughs> over a period of like four seasons. <laughs> I mean, how I... is that going to translate to in the Championship, you know? <laughs> You're absolutely right. I had forgot about Would that. Would you be interested, Marcus, in yeah. a little bit of Darius Vasilevsky? Do you know what? If I remember hard enough, I could probably remember all nine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon that you'd like to see Vassell in there? Darius all of them. Oh, yeah. great. oh, I'd like to see the band get back together. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Neil Leonard, yeah, he said they're close to finalising a deal with Big Hesk. Um, he said he'd love to rejoin Leicester City. He works for the Yeah, club. and Pearson was like, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Pearson was like, he does a great job uh, for an ambassador. Maybe that's what Pearson's, that's what Pearson was talking to in the crowd at Boss, put me on for ten. Fuck off and die. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was it. My but... legs have already started doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. FA Cup. That's been happening as well. Hartlepool. Big local Donaldson. derby. No, no fights on the telly. Whenever Hartlepool play it in, and it's on it's Sky. because you weren't there. Yeah. Nice to see the, the, a big tall ship behind them in the marina. Alan Shearer's nice. there, his Parker jacket. That was incredible, wasn't that was it? Something what? Else, that was something else. Blue's not it? his colour. <laughs> Live Spartans are in the third round of the FA Cup. That is fantastic. They've done that a few times, haven't have they? they? Yeah, well, we mentioned the other week that uh, the Spartans in Scotland. Yeah. Mm. I, I want to get uh, a, a, we're, the we're first there. half. Hartlepool was just you know it was cl- quite clearly going to be a Hartlepool win. I went, oh, I'll just pop in the shower. Ten minutes in, what the? F- <laughs> why they, have they lost three players? What's uh, happening? Yeah. And uh, mind you, Marlon Howard's it was definitely a goal. That, that's a goal. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it, it? No, it was definitely a goal, Jim. Jim look at it. Have another <laughs> no, look at it, Jim. No, but there was an angle where it didn't look like it was. But there's one where it obviously is. Well, then if we're going fifty-fifty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, the f- I think the strangest thing that I found in that game was was Phil Neville's commentary. I- I've realised what it is that I find slightly unnerving about it. He he kind of whispers. Have you noticed this? He'll sort of go, "Oh, that's a real bad mistake from the left back." Yeah, he does yeah. speak. No, yeah, but do you think does. he's doing an Attenborough style? And yeah. you see here the wing <laughs> taking on the fullback. Typical, typical, like um, alpha sort of a beta male because I've got an alpha male brother scenario. Yeah. Just, I don't want to upset the apple cart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like him. Hartlepool manager uh, instantly goes after that match. <laughs> good. Oh, good. Don't laugh. No, I wasn't laughing, I'm, you laughed. That wasn't me. Well, you talk- <laughs> Listeners can't possibly tell that was me. <laughs> um, Rivers with a lovely with a lovely last minute win. A massive pile-on. Mm. You'd expect that. And that's a glorious pile-on. It's the sort of occasion that a pile-on is designed for. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you want, do you want a uh, up-to-the-minute um, FA Cup draw? No. Nope. Yes. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Oh, go on then. Doncaster versus Bristol City, Preston versus Norwich, Accrington or Yeovil versus Manchester United. Oh, potential banana skin. Mm, QPR versus Sheffield United, Barnsley or Chester versus Middlesbrough, Chelsea versus Watford, Cambridge or Mansfield versus Bury or Luton, Everton versus West Ham, the all Premiership tie. Yeah. uh, Scunthorpe or Worcester versus Chesterfield, Leicester City versus Newcastle United. Pete, are you doing a new voiceover show, real? <laughs> <laughs> Fulham versus Wolves. <laughs> Brentford versus Brighton and Hove Albion. Derby County versus St- uh, Southport. Shit. <laughs> Millwall versus Bradford City. Burnley versus Tottenham Hotspur. Sunderland versus Leeds United. Bolton Wanderers versus Wigan United. Athletic, I mean. Wigan United? Shut up. Cardiff City versus Colchester United. Uh, Oxford Tranmere versus Swansea City. Huddersfield Town versus Reading. That was worse. That was worse than when Marky Smith did yeah. the, uh, oh. the results. Oh. Yeah, because that was brilliant. Yeah, true. And also, Arsenal host Hull. Uh, uh, Villa Blackpool. Potential West banana skin. Yeah. Like the final mm-hmm. last year. I, I, I just want to know who Blythe Spartans have got. <laughs> yeah, and Dover Athletic. I didn't Man hear City, that one. Sheffield Wednesday. 
uh, well, Forrester playing uh, Aldershot. I don't know if we should keep this feature. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Bly Spartan versus Birmingham City. Oh, go. oh, it's a good one. that's a good one. It's a good. Who are the ones we look? Dover for? Athletic beating right. Cheltenham Town. Nice goal from Ezam. Ezam. Essam. Essam. Yeah, yeah. Like Kasabian. Oh, don't you know? Yeah. 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 Speaking of Kasabian, Peter, Peter Crouch. Crouch. He was spotted crowd surfing at a Kasabian gig, wasn't <laughs> it? The day, oh, yeah. Geez. Someone filmed it. Goodness. What it, was a day. Night, it was a night that he scored the goal to beat Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, Dover Athletic are playing Crystal Palace at home. Oh, oh nice. I tell you. Glamour stuff. Glamour stuff. Yeah. Worcester City. Worcester sauce. It's been, some, it's been a hell of a couple of weeks for Worcester City because that was the side that that guy scored that amazing Rabona goal for me, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, mm. yeah. And so that now, they've, now they've managed to get a, a draw against uh, Scunthorpe, yeah. League One Scunthorpe. Carl Healy, the uh, Worcester City manager, his comment after the game was it's just packed full of non league beautiful stuff. Go on, go for it. It's uh, always said today, right? So it's a good start. Always said today was to have no regrets and do ourselves justice. Yeah, we thoroughly deserve a second bite of the cherry. We have a fighting chance. I am delighted for the boys and the fans. They're a great bunch. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like that, that was written Jim? by a, like a robot. <laughs> it's like a generator, yeah. like a magic quote generator machine. <laughs> it's class. How's it class? Uh, right then, before we leave the United Kingdom, we're going to go to the Irish Premiership. Mm. That mm. is really in the United Kingdom. Well, it is because it's Northern Ireland. Okay. Mm. Um. Colrain to Cliftonville nil. I was bloody there. That's right, Northern Ireland peoples. Game? It was a brilliant game. Uh, Colrain, they beat the current champs. And, they, and most importantly, they kept out Cliftonville star striker Joe Gormley, nicknamed Joe the Goal. <laughs> it doesn't really work in, 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 in an English accent, Joe, Joe the Goal, where yeah. if it's Joe the Goal, what's it kind of works. What's his uh, record like? Yeah. Do you know Why what? does it work in a Swedish accent? <laughs> <laughs> Don't take the... Right, that's enough of that, Jim. You've, you've <laughs> angered me. Oof. <laughs> that's my Pardew, that is. <laughs> um, uh, he, I think he scored 11 goals in November. Okay, And I think he may be, uh, this is according to his Wikipedia, so forgive me if that's wrong, uh, the only player in Cliftonville's history to score 30-plus goals in two different seasons. They picked him up when he was playing uh, in a, a league below the Irish Premiership, not sure which one, when he got 61 in a season. Mm. Wow. <laughs> they feel, I'll have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the off. Yeah, big Joe to goal. But uh, Doherty, if you're listening, Doherty, the goalkeeper for Coleraine, you were magnificent. Two genuine world-class saves. Yeah, it was a good game. Oh, it was marvellous. Good stuff. atmosphere. Do you know what? It was, it, it was, what well, I loved it, there was, pro- I don't know how many fans there were, maybe 800, 1,000, something like that. Two stands, um, the stands behind the goals have obviously got, they've got covers, but they're standing. And then there's one, uh, it, it, along the, the length of the pitch, there's a, there's a seating stand with, with a roof, and there's one without, mm. standing without roof. It's it's raining. There's people still stood in the rain, not sitting down. And you can imagine people will be like, we've been here generations. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Passion for the game is uh, passion for the game. Exactly. There was a nice insult uh, that I heard somebody just simply said when the one of the Coleraine wingers, number 22, quite a handy player, uh, but he fluffed the cross and all I was like, stupid man! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So well done, Northern Ireland. Lovely stuff. Um, the heroes of Coleraine march on um, let's go to a lesser league called La Liga um, uh, <laughs> just the usuals here Real Madrid uh, their, their 18th straight win did um, Ronaldo score a hat-trick? Matt, yeah, that, that, sorry, the a turn up eight, yeah, <laughs> so did Messi uh, the 18th straight win it matches uh, the record set by Frank Rijkaard's Barcelona between October 2005 and January 2006 a lot of people forget Frank Rijkaard mm. what an important man he mm. is in set Barcelona set a lot of the foundations yeah, yeah. and a very interesting career managerial career Frank Rijkaard he he got sacked by the, the Dutch club just before he got the Barcelona job. Then gets that job, 
Um, and then afterwards, I think he was sacked by, ooh, was it Galatasaray in Turkey? Yeah, or certainly so. a Turkish club. And then he was in charge of Saudi Arabia and got sacked. It's just really weird how yeah. he just did not very much. Sort of. Took Holland, uh, the, the, the Dutch to the semi-final of Euro 2000 mm. when they, I mean, it, they probably should have reached the final, certainly, yeah. in that Italy game. But also, I mean... But that golden think, period! Yeah, but Guardiola's Barcelona masked how good his team were. That, yeah. When Ronaldinho was in his pomp, yeah. and, you know, he had Eto and Deco and a lot of really, yeah. really great players in there. Mm. It's, you're right, it's such a strange that's one. What, I wonder if he'll sort of rise again. That's what Guardiola had, had to do, wasn't it? He had to come in and clear out a lot of those egos. Well, yeah, by the time he took over, yeah, it was a little bit different. But we're slightly getting off the point there, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, his 23rd La Liga hat-trick, which of course is a new record, his 200th goal in the Spanish league, was scored as well. And then in uh, the Barcelona derby, they beat Espanyol 5-1. Espanyol 1-0 up, didn't they? They did. Yes, yeah, I always feel sorry for Espanyol. Oh, if you go to Barcelona and go to like a club shop is like oh, no. just in yeah. the city centre or whatever is there, like. is there walls an... and walls of Barcelona stuff and like one little corner of Espanyol stuff in it is there another club in the world that are as dwarfed by their rivals mm. Southampton Hibs <laughs> straight away uh, uh, Newcastle B <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, Messi, t- uh, 402. Yeah. So, uh, do, do we Includes- know how many hat tricks Messi's on? He's surely going to want to try and get that off Ronaldo. He's less he? than 23 in La Liga. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but I suppose he's got um, a couple of years on him as well. He'll probably nab that eventually. You would with, imagine. With a little so. wink. He'll yeah. love that. And Suarez, it's interesting that he's not. In amongst the goals, he set one of Messi's up. I don't know if he got another assist in the game. Maybe he did, but yeah, he's not, he's he's not, not really scoring for them. Yeah, he's having a good time. Is he going to get a loan move back to Liverpool? <laughs> Can we see that something? Yeah, that'd be nice. He'll bite someone. In. Barcelona, though, they're going to have a hooped kit uh, for next season. Mm. Hooped style kit for the first time. Yeah, in this is the real stuff, isn't history, it? Let's yeah. not talk about the actual football. Let's brush over Suarez and go straight to the hoops. Uh, all right, go on then. I've done it now. Would you yeah. like to see Suarez in hoops? Yes. Because Redknapp would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the need is for the hoops, personally. It's just being controversial, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Signing Suarez and then getting the hoops. Very controversial yeah. days at Barcelona, mm. Pete. Mm. Not that you care. Like You're a bite, more in- a bite mark is like a hoop, isn't it? You're more interested. <laughs> talking about former Liverpool players, or current ones, actually, I- Iago Aspas, on loan at Sevilla from Liverpool, scored a four-minute hat-trick. Busy. Another yeah. hat-trick, and, and I remember you talking about Robbie Fowler's five-minute hat-trick. Yeah, that's right. I mean, so it's pretty amazing. His record's gone. Yeah. I-, I think that, um, yeah, it always reminds me that obviously Aspas didn't settle in at Liverpool and he, he, he didn't fancy it or something didn't work out for him. But it always just makes me think about Rodgers' record in the transfer market. It's awful, it's isn't absolutely it? absolutely dreadful. <laughs> I mean, Sturridge and Coutinho aside, it is dreadful. Yeah. yeah. Markovic cost them 20 million. Yeah. He's young, I suppose. I know, yeah, but still, like, I hadn't realised he'd gone for that much money. It was very much, yeah, very, a very big amount, yeah. Mm. I mean, it was early days, you may get uh, bed in better, but... Yikes. Should we go to Romania, Storybook Arrest update, or... Yep. Or the team formerly known as Storybook Yeah, this is crazy. Incredible. Are they just going to be a symbol now? I That'd think be good. I love that. Like Prince. Prince. With Prince yeah. as manager. Yeah, and the... Um, the logo will just be on their cheeks. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they won at the weekend, but um, they've temporarily lost their name, at least. Not just the name, the emblem and the colours. They were, they were founded in 1947 as an army team, uh, but had their registration cancelled by the Romanian courts last week after losing a battle with Romania's defence ministry over their trademark. What which kind is, of trademark is army? Yeah, yeah <laughs> which is a strange paragraph. Um, the the defence ministry say the club have used the Stoyer brand illegally since but 2004. They, I could, think. they couldn't even use their name on, during the game didn't they no. have to call themselves hosts yeah and Instead. they were introduced as the uh, the champions of Romania or something like that wow. the current champions or something yeah. like that <laughs> well, they, they turned out in yellow not their famous red and blue and without an emblem surely mm. they could keep the same colours well yeah I think that's a bit 
Is, I the, is, is the Romanian defence cover so light? They just need. I just, we just want a few more missiles. Just buy a few more missiles <laughs> yeah. and you can keep the name. Yeah, it's crazy. We just want your revenues for a couple of months. Do you think yeah. this is a punishment for Bacali for bad behaviour in prison? It like, must right, be. what can we do to really, really mess with the this Reuters guy? article? Said that the you know Bacali and there's another chap who was involved with the club were in prison for abuse of power. This mm. is, I mean, it really though, abusing I mean, power. Joking aside, this this is an illustrious team. It's yeah, oh, yeah. Won, won the European, European Cup. Cup. Yeah. Do they the not have the longest unbeaten run? We talk about unbeaten runs in in, in European football history. Or something. Was it 107? That rings a bell. Yeah, something ridiculous. But they won the they won the European Cup. I think it was in '86, wasn't it? And, I think and, you're right. And um, that's, this is this shouldn't, shouldn't be allowed to happen. It's no. a national institution that that club. Mm. You wonder what the issue is suddenly. Yeah. Why ten years on? Mm. Is well, it a problem? Uh, and what was, what changed in the first place? Yeah, I mean, if a, you know an agreement can be reached, of course, then then it'll be back to normal. The club have made a deal so they can use their name for the upcoming Europa League match. They probably think, oh, well, let's let's make sure for the European game we get it sorted. Otherwise, people outside the country might know about it. I'm <laughs> sure there's some sort of UEFA rule though that they have to adhere to. Yeah, for that. That's yeah, probably maybe. what that is. Yeah, I'd imagine so. I'd imagine Bloody so. Bloody fat cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we talk about um, Major League Soccer? Yeah. yeah. LA Galaxy 2, New England Revolution 1. Landon yep. Donovan, in his last match, won a record sixth MLS Cup. And Robbie Keane got the winner in yeah. extra time. What a sentence! Brilliant. Yeah. So, so apparently Robbie Keane's got a little bit of criticism for not letting because um, Robbie Keane was captain but he, yeah. they were, everyone thought he was going to let Landon Donovan in his final game lift the trophy but he yeah. didn't he just yeah. nipped and ended it himself and um, people were critical of him for that he supported LA Galaxy since a boy <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah the Galaxy won the record fifth MLS Cup New England have lost five MLS Cup oh, finals they also have <laughs> Teal Bunbury in their team I love that guy's name that's good that isn't is it? a wonderful MLS name I don't name. think any sort of like uh, certain English support will ever understand like the MLS system because there's like ten teams from the league mm. going to the cup it's like yeah. what was the point in the league bit then because it's so like, massive isn't well, it it's like, been... a, it's like a European qualifying it's just like situation. a playoff situation but they have not other sports no 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 it's, no, it's like, like 10 teams play in the cup from different sides yeah I know I know. there's the east and the west but yeah. then it, but there's 10 teams that go into the actual thing and the other 9 teams out of the league just don't get involved it's like it's yeah. really weird it just completely invalidates the league system well that'll teach me. him for being crap but isn't the, isn't the league system no, not, not the, the system I'm like saying a, if you don't like qualify a, it's not like a one match though is it it's, it's a, like a it, it's like no a, but this, the league beforehand decides the seedings for the, for the next stage doesn't it yeah, yeah it'll teach him for having a bad season weird. then you miss out on a lot of football and then you fan can start getting on your backs. But I mean, I suppose American sports are well used to the sort of postseason mm, type yeah. on the draft. Yeah, Robbie Keane, most valuable player in MLS for. 2014. The man in the photograph with uh, David Beckham was uh, listed as uh, and fan. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> and Galaxy that. fan. Mm. Do you know what Keane said on the, on the back of that? He said, "I'm not here for a holiday." Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, no. you can have a holiday now. You've earned it. There we yeah. go. There we go. Now it's time for Pete's mystery voice game. It is time for Pete's mystery boy- voice game. If uh, mystery boys game, hello. <laughs> um, if you mystery boys, that would be good. Um, Today's mystery boy is Alan Pardew. <laughs> <laughs> There's no mystery about that man. He's very blunt. Yeah. Uh, right, this was the uh, mystery voice from last week. Of course, you can lose a game, but you also can win a game, and I like this this uh, special feeling. If you know who that is, here it is again. Of course, you can lose a game, but you also can win a game, and I like this this uh, special feeling. Yeah, a lot of people went for some weird choices. We had Barry Venison, Alan Kimball. <laughs> uh, 
Macaulay Culkin, Mike Tyson. <laughs> no, it Mike is nearly Tyson. Christmas. Very confusing. Uh, Jens Lehrman, Margaret Thatcher. I mean, uh, Sean Dyche. <laughs> definitely not Sean Dyche. <laughs> it was it was a fairly feminine voice. It was a woman's voice, so uh, that that's why a lot of people got that's it very wrong. That's why it's not Sean Dyche. So who would have thought, though? Who would have thought, uh, so far at the stage of this game, that Margaret Thatcher would have been the best guest <laughs> yeah. so far? Uh, Helena Costa, now Pierre at Sundhage. Uh, we had a young Mourinho. Robert Marat, hang your head, sir. Just uh, Mourinho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These people got it right. Uh, Rowan Gover, uh, Tim Finger. Good I mean, name. I mean, another fine name. Uh, can Tim he be a friend of the Ramble? T- like, I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say name can, alone. Can Tim Finger be a friend of Tom Thumb? <laughs> uh, Dan, Finger of the Dan, Ramble. Dan Renshaw, uh, Callum Einman, um, Alastair. Thank you, Alastair. Richard Ward, uh, Glyn House. Two in a row. He says. Uh, Fidalgo Miguel, uh, Michael Wood, Philippa Booth, and that's about it. You all correctly uh, surmised that it was indeed the 36-year-old German international women's goalkeeper and captain Nadine Angerer. Oh. So there we go. It's so impossible to get one past these though, isn't it? Yeah, it's mm. incredible, isn't it? Well done. I mean, a, she's a very well-known female footballer. But yeah. and this is this week's voice, the northeast region of Finland, and it's a place where nature is very strong. We have very strong seasons, very opposite seasons. If you know what that is, here it is again. The northeast region of Finland, and it's a place where nature is very strong we have very strong seasons very opposite seasons email me voice at the football ramble.com late night love mm. with late night love links good uh we've got time for highlights of the week i think we do mm. hi guys um there's the highlights of the week as said to us by our lovely you listeners. always approach this in a kind of lackadaisical way you go, hi guys i'm glad you pointed I, I, that I, out i think i think you should go full pelt because the yeah. listeners yeah. Should we do it again? They're effectively Let's doing go. your job here. Right, Let's give up. them some give, credit. Give, it, give him another run-up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time for your highlights of the week with Luke Aaron Moore. Fucking yes! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Highlights of the week, you fucking wankers. Start with your catchphrases. Here Good. we go. <laughs> Boom! Highlights of the week in the building. Yeah. Right. First up is Johnny Tulip. <laughs> Johnny Tulip. <laughs> That's Valentin Finger. <laughs> Yeah. I see your Tim Finger. Oh, God. And I raise your Johnny Hide Tulip. your disdain. You were doing so well. Jesus. They're playing some lovely stuff. Johnny Tulip is playing some lovely stuff. He says, my highlight of the, is the headline in the Bolton News this week. Heskey tells Wanderers, I'm not done yet. Yeah, uh, yeah, nice, nice. Hashtag get him on the plane. Yeah. Hashtag dare to Emil. <laughs> um, Jack Hosker, something we just touched on. Peter Crouch celebrating Stokes' win by crowd surfing at a Kasabian gig. Yeah. I think Peter Crouch is actually quite an underrated good bloke. Yeah, I think so. He seems like he's quite, quite a funny character. But then, but then the Crouch eating his nacho story, I can't really get on my head. Which one's it's annoying. Yeah, but what, one? It could have been like he was taking the piss. What nacho yeah. story? Yeah. You know, no, Crouch is having his nachos. When fans really, um, trying to talk to him. Yeah, he was like, he was, yeah. yeah. Um, um, could be apocryphal. James Quinn says, Robbie King scoring a fairy tale extra time winner to clinch the MLS Cup for his boys at the club. <laughs> there we are. Um, One step ahead of them this week, I think. Dave Shaw, which I think is a reference to Arsene Wenger, which we didn't touch on when we talked about Arsenal earlier. He says, grown men booing a 65-year-old man getting on a train. Yeah, yeah. That so, was pathetic. Yeah, that was awful. We covered that with the Pearson thing. It's so same, th- these same are the highlights thing. and lowlights of the week. Yeah, then. exactly, yeah. Um, Ed Marshall says, quite honestly... Beeping my horn in my car in delight at Cissé's second, despite having no feelings towards Chelsea or Newcastle. <laughs> Just because how annoyed I know Pete would be getting. Oh. Again, get your tweets in every yeah, Saturday. Yeah, get yeah, them yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. My <laughs> missus had no idea why I was so happy. We'd just come home from her aunt's funeral. <laughs> Maybe not the best timing. I agree wow. with you, Ed. That yeah. was not the best timing. Oh, yeah, you've come off worse, are you? 
Will Donovan says, uh, my highlight of the week is I beat Dagenham and Redbridge manager Wayne Burnett in a five-kilometre fun run where everyone was dressed as Santa. Nice. Oh. That's actually a genuinely good yeah, highlight. Yeah, that's nice. Um, Thomas Black, has to be hearts becoming the only unbeaten side in the UK. Hashtag Gorgy Boys. Um, Bob Dunn, low light of the week for me, visiting my in-laws in Derby and being told by my wife that her dad doesn't have BT Sport. <laughs> so we went out shopping in downtown Derby instead. Got back about half two to find our dad watching BT Sport, declaring I missed the cracking game. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, divorce papers on. are on the way. Yeah. Uh, Michael Willoughby chops in at the end with a big shop update. Oh, yeah, he okay. says, My wife and I decided to take a big shop each and do them separately. She oh, did the Christmas ooh. shopping and I did the general food shop. Hmm. Felt this was a sensible strategy. Yep. Hashtag big shop double bill. Nice. nice. Did she go on with a uh, bag full of nuts? That is the main thing. Let nuts. us know, Mike. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. My art of the week was uh, Robert Prozanecki being named Azerbaijan manager. Nice, Good fighting man. off competition from Roberto Mancini, Martin Yacht, and Slaven Bilic. I know, oh. I choose. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Oh, is Felix Magat been linked with the Bosnia job? Oh, hopefully. Yeah, I think he has. I'm not sure if he's been announced, but he's certainly been linked with it. Yeah, they started badly, <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to end badly. What these, what, I like the idea of them appointing Felix Magat because Bosnia <laughs> started the uh, the qualifying campaign so badly. Yeah. The president or the, the board in, in Bosnia just got so annoyed they've just gone, yeah. what this lot fucking needs? A load of fucking marathons <laughs> up hills. Give him that. Get Magat in. <laughs> yeah. Put the Penfold sign up. That's it. That's it. Uh, well, I think that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, I did uh, my highlight of the week uh, was uh, a game in Cyprus which was interrupted by a goat. Ah, oh, nice. Would, just wouldn't leave. Lovely. Yay. Yeah, He's <laughs> caught the guy flush in the mush. <laughs> Is that Clark Carlisle? That's Clark Carlisle. <laughs> Top man. Mm. Uh, was that reference to the Cypriot goat? Yes, we can only speculate. Mm. No doubt Absolute Radio did commentary on that game. Which game are they going to commentate on this weekend? I'll Peter? tell you in a second if my phone doesn't start bloody freezing, uh-huh. honestly. Well, I'll this tell them expensive. how you, you can get in touch with us then. The email is show at thefootballramble.com. The uh, website is thefootballramble.com. Uh, and Twittles, we're uh, at Football Ramble. And of course, Pete is at Pete Donaldson. Um, uh, and uh, Facebook, we're on Facebook. We're all over it. If but you just can get your head in it. Are we on defender, You should. We ask questions after. <laughs> it's more Clark Carlisle. You're on a roll today, aren't you? <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Uh, soup in a roll at half time. It's got me going. Oh, yeah. shut up, Clark. <laughs> um, Pete, every Saturday afternoon on Absolute Ready, you can indeed hear live and exclusive Barclays Premier League commentary. Uh, this Saturday, we're going to be heading to the home of the Premier League leaders, Clark Carlisle and John Champion, live from Stamford Bridge for Chelsea versus Hull. There we are. There we go. That's so, that question answered. Yeah, so I mean, feel free to tweet if, like, Hull win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need to tweet at Pete. You can just, he checks the um, the Pardew hashtags everywhere. Hashtag Pardew out. Hashtag Pardiola. Hasn't really taken me much time to get through them this weekend. It's annoying. <laughs> uh, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Um, oh, big thanks to all our Facebook fans. 40,000 likes on Facebook. I was very chuffed oh, about that. Wow. So well done. Thanks Lovely to you. Lovely job. Goodbye. Uh huh. And say goodbye, Pete. Oh, this is your biggest fear. Gus Poyer will be absolutely bricking himself now. And goodbye from me. Yeah, you're, you've got a very um, uh, sort of a phys- physically impressive penis. Like John described I'm it. I'll put that at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. St- still recording, Luke. But keep Good. it a mystery as to whose penis I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Okay. No, okay. Cheers, Luke. Cheers, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. <laughs> uh- 